coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? The old times, school. The laughs. Brought you the new school way. Kenny Wilhite, Jay Foreman, Austin. Just was blessed with Strick telling us some stories. <laughs> We're trying to always pick Strick's mind and see who he, you know, who he played against and, and, and who's who. So that's always good. But the old school crew is brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop, located at 84th and Havelock. It's a beautiful day today, Kenny. You know, no wind. No, people don't even know what to do. They don't. You know what they should do? They should. I know they had the sirens going off at some point, like earlier today, right? Well, it's Wednesday. It's the first Wednesday of every month. Man, that's so loud. I, I don't know if I was. <laughs> what, I must not have been around last Wednesday. But <laughs> the sirens should have been since the wind is below twenty miles an hour. Everybody off work. <laughs> just go outside and kick it. Go go to Holmes Lake, Branched Oak. Just have the day off because everybody's been beat down by that wind. That wind has been amazing, bro. Three, four days in a row. Man, it feel like we in Kansas. Click your heels. Man, I ain't Toto or whatever. Well, you know why Nebraska's so windy, right? No. Because Colorado blows and Iowa sucks. There you go. I like that. Oh, wow. I like that. Coming in hot. That's what I'm saying. But do you know what's coming in hot? LeBron James and them like. Oh, Lord. LeBron, listen, man. I don't. I know you guys hate on LeBron. We don't need to get on that debate, okay? I, I'm not. We don't need to talk about that. We're just going to talk about how he systematically dissected the Golden State Warriors. And you know what, hey, Austin, you know what, Kenny. We, we got to give it to the coaching staff uh, for the game plan okay. that they had. Bumpy, the, bumpy, bumpy head, and, and LeBron is in there. They together. We had to give him. We got yeah, to get the coaching staff. I, yes, the game plan that they came up they with, did, to, and it was executed. It was executed. And guess what? Guess perfection. what he talking about? Guess what? Guess what he texted. Yeah, that game seven and got him. You got said him it too, though. Yeah, that game seven. You said it yourself. I said, I said and. Didn't, you didn't see and. them boys bending over, stepping them, bending over, and running, running back work. on defense? Because you know what they was doing? You know what LeBron and them was doing? We're going to take the fast break and we got it. Then we're going to make you play defense. Them boys. And I was like, what are we doing? Now they got that win. And then your boy, who I – Poole, he, he – you. I can see why – see, I can see why – Draymond hauled off and punched him. And here's why. Yes. And, and, and Kenny, you know you've been here. And Austin, you know, you can listen. You know, so when you get in training camp in football, and in NBA, I'm sure it's the same. I mean, obviously it's not as physically demanding, but it is in their way. You know, they're not cliding into it. But, you know, they probably sick of seeing each other. There's always that breaking point in training camp. Even if me and Kenny are on defense, man, we boys. I'm just tired of seeing Kenny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could just be like, man. I, I could literally have no qualm, no no reason to be upset with Kenny. He got a gray shirt on. I got a white. You know what? I'm just going to snap. You're just mad. I'm going to snap on him, right? Just because you just, your head hurt. You're like, for me, my neck was hurting. Feet hurt. Knees, back, you Everything. know. And then we, you know, Dom Capers was just, he was, I mean, I I, I laughed when we were in training camp. He's like, yeah, we're going to go two a days. We're going to practice early in the morning. Then we're going to have a night practice. But when we go one practice, we're going to make sure we practice at the highest heat index of the day what why <laughs> right so you already you at that point and if in now me and candy wouldn't have went at it but 
Every team has that guy yep. that pops off too much, and then when you tell him to stop, it's like, hey, bro, I'm not in the mood today. Yep. Oh, oh, can he get Kenny in his feelings? If in his feelings. Or, he, or you yep. know, the big thing, or he, he on his period or something like that. Back then, that's what we used to yeah. say. Oh, yeah. You know, well, then if it get if you at that point in training camp, and I'm sure with Pool, it's been building up ever since he's been in the building. We're just gonna give you sleep medicine, and for him <laughs> to shoot that shot, it's reckless, man. That's just and that's and we talked about Dylan Brooks, right? Now Pool has more. Pool is a better overall skilled scorer and basketball player than Dylan Brooks has ever been. You know, yes. so he he can go other places and score, but what happens is. Pool sitting there, got a big old fat paycheck, wanting to start, but not wanting to conform. So I think he shot that like bumping. I don't really care. He's won, you know, a championship. So they, you know, he's not really feel obligated. And it's a little bit of reminiscent of Kenny. I can say this when we were winning national championships and freshmen would come in, play a little bit. They thought they did the work back that you guys did to set us up. Mm-hmm. So once they win a championship, they forget all with the legacy part. Yeah. And that's what Jordan pulled. That play right there is shown it is just a Selfish. snapshot of him. What do you think? I, to be honest, I turned it off, then turned it back on, and I was like, if he shoots this ball, Draymond <laughs> needs to put him back on the floor. Hit him with another quick. Right. He shot that ball. Like, and you saw Steph's reaction. Like he said, you saw Steph's reaction. A set was called for Steph. Yes, you got Clay. ten seconds left. The rotation was coming to you. Rota- get a ball back to Draymond, and then it's gonna go right back to Steph. Right. You, that's not you. Play your role do, to the best that you can do it. Don't try to be the hero. You trying to be be the hero may just cost them the series. And you and you ever seen uh, when Patrick Hewing Patrick Hewing was the head coach at Georgetown. When mm-hmm. he when they had him in the huddle, yep, and he said, "You shoot that shot, you practice that shot, exactly. The step back one leg." <laughs> I'm telling, I, but I'm but if you watch, I'm, I, again, I got a chance to to watch those guys play this year. They practice those shots in warm ups, but that's at that time you can't take that shot. That's a early. That's, that's a, a regular season. That's a regular, that's a regular se- season yes. shot. That's a back to back. Day off, game, end of a road trip type of shot. Yeah, you don't take that in the playoffs in, in a crucial moment of a game. You don't. You just don't. If if you if you are about truly about team, yeah, and winning, you don't take that shot. Because realistically, even if Draymond couldn't get it back to Steph, Draymond can get to the rack, score, score go two go for one, two for foul, one. and you can, yes. then you would have to be in a mayday three. That's what I'm saying. Right. You swing it back to Draymond, and Draymond's go, probably going to go to the lane right. with it right. and try to dish it out because right. Clay's on the left, right? Yeah. Steph was on the, on his right. Yeah. He, Draymond's the, the lane was there because Davis was in the paint, right? And the back and the and the kick out back to Jordan. That's Poole, what I'm saying. Could have been there. Been closer. Closer. He, you know, instead of being at 32 feet, he would have been at you know 27, 25 feet. God. Yeah, it would have been. You know, I, I want to ask you this, Kenny. In your opinion, if you're on that team or any teams you've been on when somebody's done that, how hard is it to let that go and and not look at them different? Especially, you know, in our case, football. You know, it it, it resonates Monday to Tuesday, maybe a little bit of Wednesday practice for for people out there. Wednesday in the NFL is your hard work day. When can you let it go, or do you always keep that in the back of your mind? (laughs) 
the, I'm, si- I'm just, the silence. I'm, I'm just I'm thinking about me. Like back then, mm-hmm. the oh he would have got beat. He would have got beat. He would have got beat. Yeah, in our locker room. Yeah, just thinking about what I would have done and what I would have said. Now, if we're men, like yeah, they are. Like like they are. We should be good on Tuesday because yeah. now we got to get ready for the when, speaking football language. Now you got to get ready yes. for the next game on Saturday. Yeah, but in this case, what they got? How many days they got left? Break. They play again tomorrow. I want to say. So yeah, we got to get over. We got to get over it today. Yeah, hopefully last night it was. That Steve Kerr is going to have to. He's going. He's yes. got till to, six o'clock tomorrow night. He's going to have to have a meeting with Jordan Poole first, and then the leaders of the team, and then yeah have them individually and just be done. And if they're professional, I mean, I, look, this isn't Jordan Poole's first time no. kind of breaking, you know, breaking the rules. And so, but at the but when you are a repeat offender, though, yes. Um, whether you're Draymond being a repeat offender, getting yep. yourself suspended, costing yep. them a chance to win championships, or a repeat offender taking all the, you know, well, putting bad media on the, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in mm-hmm. your, you know, locker room. Or if you're like Jordan Poole, where this is the third or fourth time. Now I think, you know, you have to reconsider. Coming into the season, I thought this is like a swan song for the big their big three, Draymond, Clay, and, and Steph. Mm-hmm. Now if I am Myers, their GM, who's not signed, by the way, um, if I am him staying, I have to consider what I can get for Jordan Poole. Because you got to figure Gary Payton – and they draft and develop real well, now, and and they are innovative in trying to get trades. So you know when Clay was out, they got they brought in D'Angelo Russell, mm-hmm. who kind of fit right in. They still got Wiggins. So even if Clay kind of falls off, you got Wiggins that kind of plays into yep. that that role of you know a big three, and then you still be there. And then you can maybe draft a big man and kind of change the way you Golden State, right? You have to really see what you can get for Jordan Poole. In the sense of, say you have a team that that's a smaller market team, I don't know who to think of, but needs a scoring punch, right? Or needs somebody like that. You know, it, it's something that you got to really consider. Let him go. And, well, you're going to trade him because oh, he has yeah. a huge contract, yeah. but somebody that needs maybe some fanfare, um, you know. He'll be appealing to someone. Because he can he can score the basket. Right. He can score. And that might be what he wants. And that's probably – that's the issue. Right. He don't want to play the role – six-man coming off the bench role. Right. And nobody – on Clay don't like him. You can just tell when they play, Clay don't like him at all. Golly. If I'm Clay, you know, I know he's hit a – and I think he's had a max contract, and I think it's towards the end of his contract right now. I try to sign something with the caveat that he's gone. That. Like I'd sign back with Golden State. Who Clay? Yeah, and then and for I'll sign back for a little bit of a hometown discount mm-hmm. if he's gone. Clay's got through next season. Okay, well then, yeah, or Draymond. I think Draymond's the one, the big yeah, one. Dre's right? up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's the one. I'd say, hey, okay, I'll come back. No, Dre, because you're because you're gonna win more with Draymond and those guys together mm-hmm. than in certain pool. Yep. I just, jeez. And yes, it's one game. It's one game, but, but still, it's, it's it's the playoffs. It's the playoffs, right? Because if this was a regular season game, we'd be like, oh, you know, they play, you know, they'd be playing Sacramento tonight, tonight or something, yeah. you know, or you know, they'd be on the, you know, or they'd be playing the Lakers again tomorrow, right? In the regular yeah, season, but they would be playing in this LA, is for the Marbles, right? Yeah. yeah. So if it was a regular season, it wouldn't be that big a deal. But what he's done now, I think, is really 
um, hurt the team. But you know what? I, I'll say this. If there's ever an organization or a coach um, that can overcome this quickly, it's the Golden State Warriors with Steve Kerr. Yep. Steve Kerr is a great basketball mind because you could hear it when he announced yep. the His biggest attribute, which I, he always says he learned from Greg Popovich, is how to manage egos and how to manage people and how to believe in his players. I was just about to say Popovich's name because that's yeah. where he learned from. Right. And so people always wonder how can he go from the booth to the, the coaching? That's it right there. Yep. Yeah. So. And they've been in crisis mode before. Think about Draymond and KD. They've been in how crisis How easily too. that well, could have fallen well, Think about when Draymond kicked, kicked Stephen kicked Adams. Stephen Adams. And yeah. then when he got kicked out against Cleveland. Yeah. All, I mean, he's been it, they, they have managed numerous issues and situations phenomenally. Phenomenal. Goes, goes back to one word, what I said yesterday, relationship. Yeah. Because he has a good enough relationship, relationship with the big three. That, that he can dress them down. He can dress them down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they respect him for it. Now, uh, Poole. I doubt he ain't. He, he ain't Poole ain't hearing nothing. I, you know what I mean? It may be going in one ear and out yeah. the other. Kind of like when your boy used to talk to me. All right, Coach, thank you. All right, yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. One ear. Out the other. And out the right. other. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. know who I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, man, we're going to go to a break. That was a good first segment. We're going to come back, talk a little Husker football, dive into this more relationship thing and what they in Nebraska can do in this kind of – I call it the gray area, Kenny, right? Coaches are out recruiting. Players are have some, quote, unquote, time off. But what can you do to gain an advantage, especially because no matter what you do in this offseason transfer portal moving forward, you're still four and eight last year. You got to try to flip that around and be eight and four plus. Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite, Austin Orman, we'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com. 